All right, here we go. My name's Jeff Kay, and you're listening to episode 297 of the world-famous West Virginia Surf Report podcast. And we're back broadcasting once again from deep, deep, underneath a nondescript home in suburban Pennsylvania. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for listening. And all that jazz. Hope you're doing well. Hope your little corner of the world is as fine as my corner. I have no complaints about my corner. Well, that's not true. (sighs) I've always got a little bit of... I've always got my grievances. i tell you one right off the top of my head. This one's really... This one's burning hot. This is a burning hot grievance, freshly, fresh out of the oven, all right? All right, so, you know, this band that, that I've been excited about going to see, Wussy, you know, this band, they're, they are one of the best bands of the last 20 years, and, uh, and I love them, and um, nobody knows who they are, they're not popular, but that doesn't matter because people don't know what the hell they're talking about. Popular does not equal good, and good does not equal popular, Right? Are we on the same page here? All right. Anyway, wussy. Uh, I love them and um, had an opportunity to see them in a, on a living room tour. So they're at a venue in Philly on Thursday, right? And I think they only sold 40 tickets, 35 or 40. It's a very limited. I got two of them. Super excited. Take the older boy down there. And we're going to see them, and um, I was excited, and I am excited. However, there's a complication, all right? So I'm watching these playoffs, these baseball playoffs, and the Phillies just keep winning and winning. They won 87 games during the regular season. Now they're a juggernaut in the playoffs. I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, that happens. That happens in sports, and especially in baseball, right? If you get everybody healthy at the same time, everybody's playing, you know, up to their their uh, potential. All of a sudden, you know, next thing you know, you're winning a bunch of games. So anyway, so they're in the World Series, right? I'm like, I don't, wanna, I don't want to. Is this show? The other day, I checked to see is this show on one of those nights where there's a game down there. I looked and said, nope, that, that's a travel day. I'm like, whoo, all right, I'm off the hook. So that Thursday is a travel day. That's the day that they're going to travel back to Houston. They're only going to play uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday in Philly. And then if necessary, as they say, if necessary, they'll go back to Houston to play, and they will travel on Thursday. Like, that's perfect. That couldn't have been more perfect, right? Well, you know what's happened? Monday night they got rained out. The games have been rain. The game was rained out on Monday, so they shoved everything back to two instead of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So Thursday night they're playing in Philly, that wild ass city, you know, where I mean. Uh, I don't. I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm seriously thinking about not going. It's six miles from the stadium. I don't. It would be. I mean, it, on a normal day, it's a. 
it's, it's, it's horrible driving down there because the roads were built back when uh, Ben Franklin was around. You know, I mean, it, it's not it's not easy to navigate that place. Every road's a one way street. Every street's a one way street. They're narrow. It sucks. You know, it's uh, it's not fun to go down there. It's a giant hassle. There's no place to park. Just think if there's a World Series game going on. And it could be the last one for all I know. I mean, that could be the one. That could be the one, you know. <laughs> I mean, if the Phillies keep playing like they play, that could be the final game. Or even if it's not. Even if it's not. If, you know, it's going to be a crush of people. Parking probably cost $100. Ugh. So freaking irritating! Why can't anything work 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 for me? <laughs> it's all about me. Why can't I, why can't I just like do something and and it works smoothly? Why? Like this this Myrtle Beach trip, which I'm going to tell you about in a second. We had all kinds of problems leading up to that. We had to pay eight hundred and some dollars for a plumbing repair. One of the one of the boys got COVID. I don't know. There was other issues too. I don't remember. Oh, Tony lost her job. Oh, you know this that small little thing. It's like everything you do is that it can't just go smoothly. I don't know if I'm going to go. I might just blow the whole thing off. The band is wussy. I feel like a wussy for blowing it off. The previous band that guy was in was the Ass Ponies. I also feel like an ass pony. I feel like a wussy for not wanting to get in the middle of that mess. And I feel like uh, kind of like an ass pony, too. Anyway, so I wanted to quickly tell you about the Myrtle Beach trip today. Um, I don't want to go into great detail because there's, you know, nobody wants to, nobody wants to look at your, uh, your vacation pictures, you know. But I'll briefly give you a, a, an, over, uh, an overview. I did talk about the Asheville portion in the in the previous issue, or not issue, previous episode, which was over on the Patreon side, that was a beer spangled. That place is the beer capital of the East, maybe the beer capital of America. I have never. I don't want to redo the whole episode, but there were three places I mentioned in that episode. There were three places that blew my mind. These breweries. The place is full of breweries. There's, there's between 40 and 50 breweries in Asheville, in, in and around Asheville, right? And they're all kick-ass, you know? I mean, they're all, they make some of the best beer in the world in Asheville, North Carolina. And all these places are, like, really cool to visit. They're Some of them are funky and strange and unusual. They're awesome. It's all, it's, it's like a... If you're, a, you could go. They have beer cations. People go on vacation just to drink beer and, and visit these breweries in Asheville. I mean, that's a thing down there. Beer cation. I mean, it's like it, it, it's insane. But anyway, so there were three, and I and I mentioned there were three of them that blew my mind. We went to eight. We went in two days. We went to eight breweries, um, and uh, three of them just blew me away and I only mentioned two in the, in the episode I forgot to mention the third one the first one was Sierra Nevada that place is unbelievable I mean it's unbelievable it's like a, it's like a temple it's a temple built in tribute to to hops and barley you know it, 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 you know it's out in the middle of, I don't, I don't want to go into it but it's, that place 
that is a must visit. If, you, if you're into the craft beer and any of that stuff, that is the that is a must. That is number one. Number two, New Belgium. I don't know. I'm not ranking these. I, I will rank uh, uh, Sierra Nevada number one because that was the one that really blew me away. I talk about it in the, in the previous episode. You can talk. About, you can listen to it if you want to. Um, I'm not going to go into great detail, but Sierra Nevada was a mind blower. I mean, that place is incredible. All right. The next is, is New Belgium. That was place was also cool, huge. Like, they have a bunch of grounds. You know, they own acreage around these things. And um, there's a lot of outdoor seating. It's over, overlooking a river. It's unbelievable. Like, who... They, they spent millions and millions and millions of dollars making these places. And then the third one, which I did not mention, was Highland. That place, that's the original one. That Well, that's the original craft beer in Asheville. I think that's the first one. I think they've been around since 1994, back before they even had craft beer, really. They were the first one. And I remember going to a Highland brewery downtown it was just like a little restaurant and you could go in there and get burgers and stuff and they made their own beer on the side you know and that was good that was back a million years ago back when we lived in atlanta and stuff but now they own this big gigantic complex and they have this there's this big building where they where they manufacture the beer and there's a restaurant in there it's all high-end there's like there was like a wedding going on or like a wedding party or something going on when we were there they have like a like a big meeting room, like a ballroom type place, and then over to the right outside is this place called the Meadow, and you walk through these iron gates, and it's just op- this open space. There's some trees near the back, you know. They're not tight. There's a few trees here and there. There's picnic tables all over. There's beer stands. There's food, and there's a stage. There was a band up there playing reggae when we were there. And there was families out there, dogs. Everybody's just having a good time. Kids running around. People, people drinking the drink, drinking the Highland Highland brews. Oh my God! It's like it's like everywhere you go, like everywhere you go, it's a mind blower. Asheville is something else. If if you're in the beer and or, or, or even if you're not, that place is kick ass. You know. Asheville's a great place. Unfortunately, it costs a lot of money to live there. <laughs> we looked it up. It's like a cost uh, prohibitive, as they say. So anyway, the the, the Myrtle Beach trip. Uh, I'll give you the highlights. Uh, we went Myrtle Beach. When we go down there, we stay at the same place. We always ask for a high high floor. This time we were on the nineteenth floor. There's twenty. So you couldn't get much higher. We're uh, so we're on the nineteenth floor, facing the facing the ocean. We loved the the, the highlights or the main thrust of these these vacations are they have the balcony that you can sit out on. It's a it's a big giant balcony, and just stare straight out the ocean. The ocean's right there, and that's that's awesome. And that you can go down there. And just clear your head. Just doing that. Just that part of it. I'm not big into... I'm not going to go down there and lay on the... I'm not going to put on a Speedo, you know, and go lay down on the beach, you know. Because if I, if I did that, there would probably be... I mean, kids would be crying. 
you know, adults will be throwing up. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, that's not something for, I mean, nobody would benefit from such a thing. I'm not big on the on the beach side of things. I just like going down there, sitting on that balcony and looking out at the beach. And I like walking on the beach at night or in the evening, you know, not when the sun's blazing down. And um, I love it. It's like, get your head, you know. I came back from that thing and, you know, feeling invigorated. Is that the is that the right word? Invigorated. That sounds sounds off, but it's it's accurate, I think. I went back to work and I felt like I, I felt good and I got a lot of work done. I was powering through. I mean, I was is is I was refreshed. So anyway, that's 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 one of the main things is is looking at sitting out on that balcony. You know, having a few uh, adult beverages maybe in the evening and just looking at the ocean and talking and, you know, just getting your head straight. All right. And the other one is the the food, of course. There's all kinds of, there's countless restaurants around Myrtle Beach. And we have our favorites, but we always try to, try, try to go to some new ones. All right. So I got them listed. These are the new ones. These are the ones we've never been to before. And I'll tell you the ones we always go to in a second. We went to breakfast three mornings in a row at Blueberry's Grill. Blueberry's Grill. It, should, it feels like it should be Blueberry Grill, but it's Blueberry's with an apostrophe S. <laughs> that place is kicking. You know, it's just a, I don't know, it's, it's kind of fancy pants breakfast. Not too fancy pants, but, you know, um, it was really good. Everything tastes fresh. It's really popular. You have to wait every time. Great place. We went there. Tony was like, we have to go to this Blueberries Grill. I read so much about it. She does all the research on these places. I said, sounds good to me. We liked it so much we went three mornings in a row, right? So that place is kicking. You should, if you like the, you know, if you like going to breakfast when you're on vacation, Blueberries Grill, highly, highly recommended. We went to a place called Grand Strand Brewing. It's a, it's a brew pub. We didn't eat anything there. We just had beer. That that was new to us. We went there twice. That place was pretty. That place is really cool. We went to a place called Sun City Cafe. This is another one off the beaten path. Another one that Tony found out about, and um, and she said we should check this out. Right, Sun City Cafe is on this side street. You know, it's not right in the heart of everything, but it's not far. It's just a quick walk from the heart of everything on some side street and I was like what is that what is it and she said I don't know they have burritos and stuff I said that doesn't even sound like a Mexican Sun City Cafe Uh, so okay so we went in there it's this funky little it's a small little restaurant and they sold they sold like uh, burritos and tacos and stuff and we got this thing both of us got this thing called the knife and fork taco (sighs) right it was this huge taco, uh, you know, on a tortilla, like a giant, like a like the tortilla you would use for a burrito. It's like this big giant taco. You couldn't eat it like a regular taco. I mean, it was loaded up, right? So basically, it was just sitting on your plate, and you just had to cut it up and eat it. <laughs> you know, knife and fork taco, unbelievably good, like like kick ass. You know. 
I was like, oh, my God. You know, so she's, she's real good about finding these off-the-beaten-path places. I said, how long you guys been here? Because I never even heard of the place. And I, and I know a thing or two about Myrtle Beach. You know, I, I know my thing. I know I know Myrtle Beach. So how long you guys been here? She said, 21 years. <laughs> so okay. I said, you guys do do pretty well? She goes, yeah, the, the, the local, you know, the locals really like us and, you know, they support us. I said, that sounds great, man. It was crowded when we were in there. Fantastic. Sun City Cafe, highly recommended. Uh, what else we do? Uh, oh, we went to a place called Crooked Hammock Brewing um, over in, uh, what's that place called? I don't know, Barefoot Landing or something. Eh. It was, it was good, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it was what you expect. It was a brewery. I think they're based in, like, New Hampshire or something. It's like a chain, Crooked Hammock. It was good. You know, I don't I don't have any problem with that. Um, what else? Uh, oh, well, one day we went off to this place. Where, you know, another thing we do is we try to find a, an area down there where we might want to retire. So we had it in our head that we might like this place called Little River. It's north of North Myrtle Beach. It's up north. And um, we had it in our head. We did some research on it, and it sounded like something we might. The prices are a little bit lower, but it's still close to the ocean, you know, and you could, you know. So we, so we went up there one day, and we didn't like it, you know. We, got, we didn't get the vibes. The vibes were off. I mean, neither one of us wanted to say it because we didn't because we didn't know how the other one felt. And Tony's like, "What do you think?" I'm like, "Hmm, I don't know about this place." <laughs> she goes, "I was thinking the same thing." So um, I don't know. It just felt like you're too too far out, and there was like nothing to do out there. I don't want to live somewhere where there's nothing to do. I want to be able to. I don't want to be right in the heart of it, but I want it, I want it to be a vibrant place. You know. And I don't want to be right in the heart of Myrtle Beach, obviously, but um, I would like to be somewhere where there's restaurants and bars and nice grocery stores and, you know, that kind of stuff. I didn't see jack shit around there. And um, it felt a little rednecky, you know. There was, you know, it, it had a, a very redneck vibe to it. And I was like, I don't think this is for us, really. I mean, I don't have any problem with the rednecks, but I don't know. It's not really what I want. You know, I want something where you can like almost, you know, if not walk, drive maybe like a mile and be so, you know, have have restaurants and, and bars and stuff. It didn't have anything, you know, there's like a Dollar General out there, you know, like a, a food lion like this place. And, and it wasn't even a big food lion. It was one of those ones that looked like from the from the 80s or something. Ugh. We weren't big fans, and we looked at some housing out there. They're building these fancy, you know, uh, developments out there, but there's nothing to support it. I mean, that probably will come in time. I don't know. This time, this might be the time to buy out there, and then all that stuff will build up around it, right? I'm not willing to take the chance. <laughs> so we didn't give, have a very good uh, vibe about that little river. However, we stopped at this place called Mama Jean's Home Cooking. Mama Jean's home cooking and uh we went in there and it was like a buffet type thing well it was like a cafeteria it was was set up like a buffet but you you only got one serving and they served it like you went up there and you'll say 
you say, what's that? <laughs> the guy in front of me goes, what's that? And she goes, uh, liver and onions. He goes, oh, God. <laughs> Started laughing. He just looked at me like, what are you laughing at, buddy? So anyway, um, so they had like fried chicken, they had, you know, various. So it's basically you pick one meat, you pick three sides. They put it on a plate for you. You pay for it and you go eat it. You know. It's not a it's not an all you can eat thing. Mama Jean's home cooking. I I looked at that fried chicken. I'm like, I don't like that. I don't like to dismantle a piece. I don't like to dismantle a fowl, you know. I don't like stripping meat off a uh, off the skeleton of a, of a of a bird for my lunch. You know, and it, they had like some kind of like grilled chicken breast or something that looked dry. I don't know. I said, I said, I think I'm just going to go with the with the vegetable plate. <laughs> and when I when I say vegetable, I might, I'm, you know, there's a lot of leeway there. In fact, the first thing I chose, well, I got mashed potatoes, gravy, mashed potatoes and gravy. I got macaroni and cheese. In the South, that's a vegetable. I got uh, colored greens. And um, boiled, uh, what do you call that stuff? Cabbage, boiled cabbage, and sweet tea. That's what I had. It was fan flappantastic. Everything was delicious. You know, it was really good. But that that was the best thing about uh, Little River that we that we experienced. <laughs> so um, so those were the ones we went to. Uh, those were new ones. The one that really we really liked well the two the the blueberries was awesome and that Sun City Cafe was awesome. Um, Grand Strand Brewing was good. We didn't have any food there, but um, they had good beer. And um, Crooked Hammock, eh, take it or leave it. I don't know. So what else? The ones that we always go to and we always have to go to is Big Mike's Soul Food. That place is awesome. I mean, we go there every time. Really good. Looks like a shack on the outside. Really good food in there. Um, River City Cafe, that place is a must. It's burgers and stuff, and um, really good. It's a, it's a must. And this place called Nacho Hippo, which we really like. It's uh, they, it's, it's it's nachos. It's a restaurant built around the, uh, you know, built around nachos. So you can order a a, you can order an entree. It's just nachos for yourself. You can order a big giant honking plate that can be shared. You can get they have a thousand different uh, toppings that you can put on it. It's like build your own nachos. It's really good. The only downside about that place is they have a terrible beer list. And I remember, I mean, this is not new, right? Every time we go there, and we go there every time, I'm like, why? Why do you guys have such a shit list of beer? They have nothing. It's just crap. It's like Michelob Ultra, you know, and stuff like that. I got something. I was like, I don't know. I said, ah. Tony's like, I'm just going to get a margarita. The hell with it. I'm not drinking any of that. So I said, I don't know. I don't, none of these beers are any good. (laughs) And um, I said, I guess I'll just go with that Shock Top, one of those fake craft beers made by like Anheuser-Busch or some shit. I don't know. It's they bring it with an orange slice. It sucks. It's a piece of shit. It's like drinking dishwater, you know. 
But I don't have anything else. What am I going to drink? I think I'm going to drink like a Miller Light. Give me a break. But anyway, the nachos are awesome. We go there every time. It's fun. It's over in this place called Market Common, which if we had, if money was no object, that's where we'd like to live. And um, that's a, that's a great area. So anyway, so that's that, that's that's the list of uh of the places. One day we did go to breakfast in the hotel. You know, we stay at like I said, we stay at the same place every time. And up until recently, uh, breakfast was included, right? If you if you rented a room for three nights, you know, they'd say how many how many people are staying? They say four. You get four breakfasts a day or something. And it was just part of the room, right? Now it's not. You have to pay, and it's uh, it's not good. I mean, it's fine for free, <laughs> or what you perceive as free. You know, it's fine for that, but it's not good. I mean, it co- and it costs like fifteen bucks or something each. We went down there one day, and it was like, uh, I was like, what the. So we're paying for this. We're paying fifteen dollars. I mean, it's it's like a it's like a hotel breakfast almost. I mean, it's better than that, but I mean, they have eggs. You know, they have like it's like a buffet type thing. They have eggs and uh, bacon and uh, sausage and uh, you know all the stuff, but it, it's not it's not high quality. <sighs> you know, it's it's not great, and we're sitting there eating and I was bitching about it. I'm like, this isn't this sucks. We should be back at Blueberry. So that's what we did. We went to Blueberries Blueberries and we loved it. And then the next day Tony's like, why don't we just eat downstairs because I want to stay near the house near near the play or near the hotel. And I said, okay. So we went down there, it sucked. I'm like, we should be at Blueberries, you know? But um so these people sat down, this this couple, a little bit older than us, uh, but in the same age group. Guys like got got some snow back home. I said, oh yeah. So where you live? Uh, southern uh, Southern Indiana. So yeah, it sucks. You know, so I don't know what I said. I don't know if I said it sucks. But yeah, it's snowing, it's snowing back there. I talked to my daughter. It's uh, snowing. I was like, all right. He said that like four times already. And then everybody that came by, we got some snow back home. You know. It's like, all right, dude, take it down, you know? And then the woman, right, the woman, the wife, she takes her, she sits down, and uh, she goes over there and makes two slices of toasts. Toast. She pulls this big-ass jug of Hellman's mayonnaise out of her purse. She, she travels with it, apparently. She has it's like a huge thing. I'm not talking about like some small little it's not packets or anything. It's like this big huge like Costco Sam's size. And she puts it on there and she makes a sandwich out of it. She makes a, a breakfast sandwich. And it takes her for like I'm sitting there watching this spectacle. It takes I mean upwards of 10 minutes to construct this thing. I mean, she's like putting putting the mayonnaise on both sides, you know, on both slices of bread. She like stacks. I mean, it's just like she's puttering along. It's like who travels with mayonnaise? They're like she goes. I bet she's one of these like I have to have Hellman's, and if I if I don't have Hellman, if they have Miracle Whip or something, 
that's not good with me, you know. So she travels with it. She pulls this big ass jug of mayonnaise out of her purse. You ever heard of such a thing? So anyway, and and, and they were they told every single person in that restaurant that it's snowing in southern Indiana. It's like okay, look well, how does that affect me? We're in South Carolina, you know, and so are you. I might add. So anyway, so anyway, um, that. Uh, uh, That'll, that's a never, unless unless it's included with the price of the room. Never again. Never. <sighs> that place is bullshit. All right, what else we did? One day it was cold. It was a, supposed to be a high of 61. Tony said, why don't we go down to Charleston? We were planning to go to Charleston out of Asheville. We were going to go to Charleston. We are going to go drive, drive from Asheville to Charleston. We got stuck in some traffic jam. And both of us were like, why don't we just blow this off and go straight to Myrtle Beach? And um, so that's what we did. So we didn't go to Charleston the day we left, which was the plan. So one day it was cold. It was supposed to be a high of 61. Tony said, this might be a good day to go to Charleston. So we did. We, did. we went to Charleston. It was fine, but I haven't been there in probably 20 years. Something like that. And uh, we used to love, that was our favorite place, you know, one of our favorites. We loved to go to Charleston, and uh, it was fine, but it didn't. It was different than what our. I know twenty years have passed. Like there was this thing they used to call it the slave market back in the day. Now they call it the historic market. It's this market right in the middle of town. It's like an open air thing, and it used to be like a. They'd have vendors in there. It was almost like a like a like a flea market type thing. But now it's all fancied up, and it has like I don't know what they're selling in there Gucci bags and stuff. It's like real high end. I'm like, what the? This is different. I like the stuff. I like the funky stuff that they used to sell in there. And, um, and now it's like all foo foo. So, but we walked down to the Battery, the you know, and we walked around the historic area, and it was cool looking and everything. The the sidewalks were all messed up. Tony kept tripping. <laughs> Thought she was gonna go down. And um, there's you know, and the sidewalks are like old. I mean, some of the buildings were built in the 1600s. We went on a tour of this house. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, I don't remember some guy's name. I, I don't know. Some guy's name. Um, this guy owned this place, and um, and uh, on a on a whim, we went on a tour of this place, and um, it was cool. It was interesting. You know, it was built in 1808. The guy made his fortune in the slave trade. <sighs> like, what the? Can't even, I don't know. Anyway, but he, he amassed this fortune. He had he built this place. He was in his, he was 70 when he built it, when it was, when he moved into it. And his wife was much younger. But, um, so they, so it's a historic place and, uh, you can tour it and they, they're, the historic, uh, like the Charleston Historic Society or something, is working to get this thing like completely, uh, you know, restored back to its original. And so some of it's torn up, you know. I guess they've been working on it since like literally like the 60s. But they're like real meticulous. They said they found like a postage stamp sized piece of uh, the original wallpaper in a room. So they analyzed it. They sent it off to some, you know, to some laboratory somewhere and um, was able to figure out what, what you know, this this wallpaper 
what it was made of, how you know how it was manufactured, and they recreated it. You know, they're doing all this stuff. So we walked around in that place. That's where the rich folks lived back in the 18, 1808, like the early eighteen hundreds. There was this chair in the in the master bedroom. It was called a necessary chair. It just looked like a chair with a you know with cushions on it and stuff. And um, but if you lift up the cushion, I'll post a picture of this. There's like a pan in there. Sorry, I had a coughing jag. If you lift up the cushion, there's like a metal, like a bowl in there. And I, and, um, <laughs> I sent that to my brother. I sent a picture of it to my brother. I said, this is called a necessary chair. And he was like, you're supposed to shit in that thing? <laughs> I guess you are. I don't know. I don't know what you're supposed to. You're supposed to offload something into that thing. Either, either number one or number two, but I, can you imagine the? Fl- I mean, it's like a it's like a shallow bowl, you know, and it's metal. I don't know if you if you tried to pee in that thing, you know, standing up, there there would be like splash back all over the room. It'd be splashing all over the room if you shit in that thing. Well, you just like put the put the put the cushion back down, go back to bed, <laughs> you know. That's no good. That's not. That's logistically. Uh, I don't. I don't know. But anyway, it was, they called it a necessary chair. We were laughing about that, of course. But there was this other couple in there. They were real serious. They were. They were scholars. They would never laugh at such things. They're. They're very interested in finding the details of this. So uh, you know, like get out of town with your stupid ass. If you can't laugh at, at an upholstered chair with a with a shit catcher in it. Now, I don't know what to tell you. You know, blow it out your ass. All right, so there, so Charleston was fun. We ate at this place called Eli's Table. You know what I got there? That's right, a BLT. It was fantastic. They had this lunch menu. I think it only had like five or six things on it. It was like real abbreviated, like a small menu, one page. It just had like six different things on it. And I got a, a BLT. And it was really good, and it was on uh, sourdough and all this stuff. Eli's table, so it was fun. It, it didn't it didn't have the same vibe as I remember it. It seems a little different. I mean, the the historic part's cool, but I I remember I don't know I don't know there's something off about it. I didn't enjoy it as much as I to tell you the truth. I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I was going to. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be a bummer. You know, we didn't like the Little River, and Charleston was, I don't know, Tony wouldn't admit it, but I was like, I don't know. <sighs> it was all right. I mean, it was fine, but uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'd go back, tell you the truth. I just dropped a bunch of stuff. Um, so anyway, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, the last day, the last day we were there, I was I was legitimately sad, you know. It had been such a wonderful trip. The the weather was perfection, except for that one day, and we and we you know it, the weather had been perfection. It was just so great, and I my brain was like working the way it's supposed to work. I got enough. I got I was rested. You know, we we were having great food. We were living in some kind of fantasy world where you know there's not a care in the world. You know. And then I had to go back, you know, or we had to go back. And I, that last day, I was like, or the day before the last day, I was like, I can't believe tomorrow's the last day. I can't believe it. Tony said, why don't we just stay here? 
stay at the hotel for the most part and you know spend time out in the sun and on the beach walking and stuff and just, let's just do that on the last day because we're going to be I don't know when we'll be back I said what the hell is that supposed to mean she goes you don't know I said well okay so she goes and then I don't know around 4 o'clock or so we'll go back to that Grand Strand Brewing have a couple beers then we'll go up to that Sun City Sun City Cafe which is right around the corner and have dinner it was perfect we spent the whole days walking on the beach, hanging out, hanging out down there, oh, with, with the sea kitties. Oh, I didn't tell you about the sea kitties. So there's these like wild cats. They're like house cats. You know, they're like feral, feral. Is that how you pronounce it? Feral. <laughs> they're they're just they're not they're not they're not like leopards. They're not like wild cats. They're cats like house cats, but they're out in the wild, right? They're always there at this place. They're always a whole bunch of them, right? And I love them. I mean, they're cute and they're you know I like I like having cats around. You know how could you'd have to have a dark dark soul not to not to like you know cute cats running around. So, but the first couple of days we were there, we didn't see any, and we were worried about that hurricane. I don't know if those, those sea kitties got washed out into the ocean. <laughs> you know, I was worried about them. And um, so we were going up the elevator, and um, there was some guy in the elevator with us. It was just the three of us. He had uh, he had a like a polo shirt with the logo of the hotel there, indicating that he worked there. And uh, I said, "So what happened? I said, what happened to those cats? All those cats that used to be out there?" He goes, "Are they out there again?" I said, "What? No." I said, "What happened to them? I haven't seen them." Oh God! He goes, "We have them rounded up." He goes, "They just they you know." There just get too many of them, you know. And I said, "Well, I said round it up. What do you mean?" He goes, "We send them to the Humane Society." I'm like, "Oh God, you know." I told Tony, "I said they gas them. They take them. They just round them up and gas them." And she said, "No, nah, they they take them to the Humane Society." I said, "What are they going to do with them?" So no, they want You can't. They're wild. Nobody can touch them. They won't allow you to touch them, you know. And um, so he he was like, no, we don't, you know, we round those things. He said, if one of those things like scratched or bit somebody, the you know the uh, the resort would be liable and all this stuff. I'm like, what the? I said, we love the sea kitties. And um, he was like, well, if you love them so much, why don't you take a few of them home with you? You know, he had some kind of southern accent. He was like some thick southern accent. He goes, well, if you love them, buddy, you take them home with you. I said, you got a bad attitude towards these. You know, I'm thinking to myself, I didn't say that. I'm thinking to myself, you got a bad attitude about these wonderful kitties. You know, what the hell's wrong with having some, you know, beautiful cats running around, <laughs> you know, just adding to the day. So then a couple of days later, we did see a few of them. I think we saw four, actually. There used to be many more. Those things just, I don't know, they're, they're, they're you know, they're, they're just down there, you know, having babies and whatnot. You know, you know, you know, you know how wild cats are. And um, so anyway, the guy had a bad attitude. He's like rounding those things up and gassing them, putting them in a gas chamber. But we did see some sea kitties. I'll post pictures. You know, eventually I'll post some pictures of uh, we did see I think four or five of them. You know, running around. Not nearly as many. I don't know. They're rounding them up. I don't know if some of them got sucked out to sea in that, uh, that Hurricane Ian. I don't know. But anyway.
we did see a few. I don't know. So that 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 that's it in a, in a nutshell. That last day was uh was wonderful. It was warm. It was beautiful. The sun was shining. I was kind of sad. There was a there was a melancholy. It's like I don't want to stand. I like this. I like living in this parallel universe. You know, I like living in this fantasy world. And um, but it had to end. And we drove back here, and it took uh, twelve hours. My ass was mashed down to a flat pancake, and the bones were shattered, turned to dust. My butt bones were dust by the time I got back to here. And um, and it's over, and that's it. And there's no more. And I was going. I was looking forward to this wussy show. And I don't think I'm going to go. I don't think I'm going to go down there. It's in a super secret location. I can't tell you where it is. I mean, I'm, I'm sworn to secrecy. But it's six miles from the frickin' baseball stadium, and there's a World Series going on in Philadelphia, the, you know, of all places. Do you want to get down in the middle of that? They'll set your car on fire. They'll turn that shit over and set it on fire. Then climb a pole. I don't know. What's all that pole climbing shit? You know the uh, you know I don't I don't I, it'll cost a hundred dollars to park your car somebody will tip it over set it on fire and then climb a pole I don't know what the hell's going on anyway we're at the end of this thing a little long but uh, anyway I hope you enjoyed it thank you guys for everything the next one will be over on Patreon and if you want to hear that and you're not signed up already it's easy to take care of it it's at patreon.com slash Jeff K that's Patreon P A T R E O N dot com slash Jeff K. Sign up for a four dollar or more monthly donation and you'll get gain access to every bonus episode, which is uh every week. I missed a week somehow back when uh, when I was on Myrtle Beach, but generally speaking it's every week. And um it's an extra episode for patrons only, full length episode. The last one I talked about the Asheville adventure, the beer spangled Asheville adventure. That's what the patrons get to hear. So $4 a month will do it at patreon.com slash Jeff K. And also you can call into the hotline and ask a question, make a suggestion, comment on something that I've said. The number, 570-290-8151. So if you'd like to do that, I'd appreciate it. Um, I always love when people call in. And the, the website for expanded show notes where I will eventually, and I say eventually because don't, you know, don't expect them all automatically. Uh, it takes a long time to post these pictures because I have to resize them and all this stuff. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a pain in the ass. And my ass is already, you know, it's already beleaguered. You know, it's been, it's been assaulted by these 12-hour drives. So anyway, um, surfreportpod.com is the website. So that's where the expanded show notes, pictures, links, etc. are located. So, all right, we're at the end of this thing. Thank you guys for everything. Thanks for listening. And until next time, which will be over on the Patreon side, I hope you guys have yourselves a fine, fine day. I'll see you. Bye. I also feel like an ass pony. <laughs>